أبو موسى الأشعري رضي الله تعالى عنه إن من إجلال الله إكرام ذي الشيبة المسلم It's from the part of glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Part of glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is honoring uh, uh, the shaybat al-Muslim, the, the white-haired or the grey-haired Muslim. To honor that individual is part of uh, uh, glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this proves that in our servitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَنْ لَا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّهِ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا uh, is connected to servitude and, and respect and honor to to be shown not only towards parents, but towards all the elders uh, that you come across. Um, once an old man, he was uh, he he came, he wanted to see the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and the people they they didn't make way for him uh, to to approach the Prophet wasallam. And the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, this is what he said, and this is that famous hadith that we know of, um, uh, and you've heard the translation for it before. ليس منا من من لم ير من لم يرحم صغيرنا ويوقر كبيرنا كبيرنا ويأمر بالمعروف وينهى عن المنكر أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم that he is not one of us. He's not. ليس منا. That person is not from from us. Who who does not من لم يرحم صغيرنا. He who does not show compassion towards uh, children, he does not have mercy upon the young, and he who does not respect our elderly, he who doesn't honor um, the, the elderly, that individual is not from among us. And the Quran, again, like I said, is explicitly clear. Over 15 times, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about um, uh, uh, kindness to, to, uh, to parents. Um, uh, 11 times to be kind to elderly parents and in particular um, in fact in this verse that I quoted before you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the mistreatment of parents where uh, 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 Allah says إِمَّا if either if either one of them were to attain old age right uh, when when perhaps their bodies are not functioning as they used to uh, when uh, perhaps they they might have become senile and and they're not able to um, uh, to take care of themselves the way they used to. Do not even utter a word of disrespect. Do not even say uff to them. Uff is not a word. It's an exclamation of uh, um, discontent or disappointment or disrespect. Don't even say uff. To them, it's like when somebody says to you, or your parents say to you, or, you know, uh, Abu Bakr, go and, and go and do this, or go and get that for me, uh, go and clean your bedroom, and you say, oh, oof, uh, don't even uh, uh, exclaim, don't even say oof uh, 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 to them, and, uh, and and don't shout at them. And speak to them instead uh, and address them in terms of honor. So the Quran is explicitly clear um, that they are to be honored, they are to be respected, and the hadith of the Prophet are also explicit within that. So the first thing that we can learn from these verses of the Quran and the hadith of the Prophet is in fact engaging or conversing with your parents. Uh, conversing with the elderly. Nowadays, you find that so often young people have absolutely no respect when conversing with the elderly. Maybe towards their parents they might, uh, to their faces, but behind their backs they uh, they refer to their parents in a negative manner. 
Um, they may refer to them in a way that you would talk about your own friends. That's how they would talk about their parents. And it's imperative that we understand that not a word of disrespect should be shown to them because that's a part of our faith. That's part of our belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not even a look of resentment. You know that, that side eye look. And you think, oh my God, you know, I can't take this anymore. And as teenagers, it, you know, as young people, it's easy for us to do that. As you get older, you realize the value of, of them and you realize how silly you were at the time. No look of contempt towards them because honoring them is in fact a form of worship if the intention is to please Almighty Allah Azza wa Jal by respecting His commands. Um, the second thing that we have to understand is there's a reason why we have to honor them. There's a reason why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says 11 times in the Quran, ihsana, or he talks about parents in the Quran and he links it ultimately towards his worship. Uh, uh, there's a reason for that. And, and one of the reasons is that you, it's, in, it's important. Allah Azza wa Jal is reminding us of the sacrifices that they have made for us. Um, uh, the, the sacrifices that they've made for our well-being. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, continues uh, with this verse in, 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 in verse number, uh, chapter number 17, verse 24, where he, um, he, he, he says, وَخْفِدْ لَهُمَا جَنَاهُ الظُّلِّ مِنَ الرَّحْمَةِ وَقُلْ رَبِّ رَحْمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّيَانِ سَغِيرًا And this contains that famous uh, dua that, we've, that we all I encourage to make for our, our parents. Lower unto them the, the wing of submission and humility through mercy. And then pray. Then say, Oh Allah, have mercy upon them just as they took care of me and raised me when I was young. And Allah Azawajal's use of the wing, Janahadhul, right? Um, it invokes the image of like a mother bird trying to protect uh, or, or tenderly shielding her young. And it calls to mind the great gentleness that, that, that parents have towards their children, that they would give anything to protect them, that they would do anything to, uh, to make sure that they are safe. Um, Another reason why we have to honor them um, and, and why we're encouraged to do so, uh, to respect and honor them, it's uh, one of the most rewarding acts in Islam. Um, it, it, it's uh, the utmost importance that it has within the Sharia of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You've heard of those famous ahadith. Al-Jannatu tahta aqdami ummahatikum. That paradise lies under the feet of your mother. Uh, let's not leave the, the fathers out here. The Prophet sallallahu he said, Ridda rabbi fi ridda al-walid wa rabbi fi al-walid that the pleasure of your Lord lies in the pleasure of your father and the displeasure of your Lord lay in the displeasure of your father. So if you want your Lord to be happy with you, know that uh, uh, you know, if you make your father happy with you, then your Lord is going to be happy with you. If, if your father is dis and you want to know if Allah is pleased, displeased with you, then if your father is displeased with you, then know that at that moment your, uh, your, uh, your Lord is displeased with you. Uh, uh, Ibn Abbas relates in a hadith reported by, uh, uh, reported, uh, by Ibn Hibban, Ibn Hibban in the Sahih that the blessings, the barakah is with the elders. 
and how often we see that that's the case. Ask those individuals whose elders, whose parents and grandparents have been taken away from them. The blessings from those homes, the blessings of those environments are taken away with their passing. Um, when you had those elders, uh, you, you saw that people were together, right? Uh, your families were together because the elders were there. They were the kind of um, the, the glue that binds everybody together. And as soon as they're gone, everybody uh, goes their own way. Um, uh, Sayyidina Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiallahu ta'ala, and he, he reports from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam who said, Man barra walidayhi tuba lah, zaadallahu azza wa jal fi umrihi. If you want to increase your life and your lifespan, um, you know, uh, this is a hadith to, to act upon. He said that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that bliss, it belongs to that person who is dutiful to his parents. Uh, happiness belongs to that individual who is dutiful to his parents. And you'll see that those individuals who have taken care of their parents in old age, those individuals who have been dutiful towards their parents their entire lives, irrespective of what condition they were in, right? Financially, physically, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken care of them. Once their parents have passed away, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had made sure that they live a, a life of contentment, a life of, uh, as, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa describes, a life of bliss. Um, and then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he mentions that uh, Allah azza wa will prolong, extend that individual's life, he who is dutiful to his parents. If you want to live a long life um, and you want to see your children and your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren grow, then, then ensure that your kind and compassionate and you show uh, respect towards uh, your own elders and towards your own parents. You've heard of that famous hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where he said that if a person looks at love, looks at his parents with love, um, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will write the, in his favor, the re reward equal to the performance of one hajj. One hajj. And accepted her just by looking at your parents with love and, and compassion. And some in, one individual, he asked the Prophet ﷺ, he said, Ya Rasulullah, will this promise be good if a person looks at his, his, his parents with love and with mercy, with compassion a hundred times a day? And the Prophet ﷺ replied that even if one does so one hundred times a day, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him the reward accordingly. So if you look at your parents a hundred times a day with love and with compassion, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you a hundred rewards, uh, well, uh, rewards equivalent to that of completing 100 hajj for his sake. Um, uh, uh, Sayyidina Abdullah ibn, Abdullah ibn Amr radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, he reports that uh, a man once came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and he asked permission to take part in jihad. And bearing in mind jihad, uh, fighting in, in the cause of Allah, at the time was an obligation because the Muslims were so few and they had been encouraged to defend themselves against the, the, uh, the tyranny of those who were trying to, to attack them and wipe off their religion off the face of the earth. And uh, so this person, he comes to the Prophet seeking permission to go out and to perform jihad. And the Prophet ﷺ, he asked him that, are your parents still alive? And the man replied in the affirmative. He said, yes, his parents are still alive. Then the Prophet ﷺ said, then exert yourself in their service. Take care of them for your jihad is taking care of 
them. A companion of the Prophet sallallahu once asked him, uh, among the many good deeds that a person can perform, what is the good deed that is most beloved to God? What's the most, uh, what's the good deed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the most? And the Prophet sallallahu answered him by saying, as-salatu ala waqtiha, to perform the prayer on its, at its correct and appropriate time. Then, then he asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and what is next? What's after that? What's the next best deed that I can perform that will grant me the, the, the favors of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied, to be kind and dutiful towards your parents. This is one of the most rewarding good deeds. Sayyiduna Abu Huraira, <coughs> who we remember as that companion who, um, who spent uh, uh, an, uh, a huge amount of time in the company of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam, a companion who, who has narrated 5,274 hadith, five, over 5,000 hadith narrated from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam. So you can imagine that this individual, he must have spent um, uh, a large amount of his time in the company of the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam. So he learned from the mannerisms of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam, being his close companion. Um, <clears throat> the life of Sayyidina Abu Huraira is something that we don't know much about. Um, and I'm talking about the awam. Not that, that, that uh, it's not mentioned in the books. The books are, are there. You can, you can read about his, his life. Um, he had an extraordinary, extraordinary life. Um, one of the, 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 uh, the defining factors of, of his life and his, uh, his compassion that he had, Abu Huraira, what was Abu Huraira? It was a, it was a term, the, the father of, of kittens. He would, he used to have long sleeves. Um, and, and within them, uh, he used to have kittens. Um, and, and little cats he used to take care of, of them. Um, so you can imagine, uh, being a tender, loving individual. Um, he would have had a, a great relationship with, with his mother. And bearing in mind that, um, when he first embraced Islam, no amount of, of, of convincing and no amount of, of pleading could convince his mother to do the same. She remained on, a non-Muslim, uh, and weeping and afraid for his mother and for her akhirah, he approached the Prophet and he asked the Prophet to make dua that his mother accept Islam. And eventually the Prophet he made that supplication and he complied with that request. And within a very short period of time, the mother of Abu Huraira, she accepts Islam and she embraces Islam. Throughout his life, Abu Huraira uh, uh, remained kind and courteous to his mother. Whenever he wanted to leave the home, he would stand uh, at the door of her room and he would say, peace be upon you, my mother. And may the mercy and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon you. And she would reply, and peace be upon you. May the mercy and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon you. He would then go on to say, May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rabbi rahamhuma kama rabbayani sagira. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have mercy upon you. May Allah have mercy upon my parents for you took care of me when I was small. And, and to which she would respond that may Allah have mercy on you for you delivered me from error when I was old. So you protected me by, by, by granting me, by, by encouraging me, uh, to, to accept Islam. Um, and, and, uh, when his mother, uh, she, she eventually, um, uh, passes away and, uh, uh, Imam Bukhari narrated the story. And, uh, uh, in fact, it's not Imam Bukhari who narrated it, that the Prophet sallallahu, uh, Sayyidina Abu Huraira 
would encourage everyone. I think it's mentioned in Adr al-Mufrad. He encouraged everyone to be kind and courteous towards their parents also. Um, one day he, 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 he was walking and he saw, he came across two, two people. He came across a, an elderly man and a younger man. And, and the younger man, he was walking in front of, of, of the elderly man. And Abu Huraira stopped them and he asked the younger man, who's this person to you? Uh, who's the elderly man to you? And he responded by saying that this is my father. And Abu Huraira advised him by, by saying that never ever call your father by his name. Never ever walk in front of him and don't sit yourself. Don't seat yourself down before he has so honor him and respect him in that manner. Um, so this, these are just some of the, the, the rewarding factors with regards to the traditions of the Prophet ﷺ in respecting and honoring your parents. The, there's a flip side to that coin to oppose. These are the rewards we can see. We've seen people who have honored and respected their parents and we've seen how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken care of them, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has protected them, uh, delivered them from error, how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, uh, has, has, has granted them uh, contentment and peace and tranquility in their lives. However, the flip side to that coin is, when you see people who have opposed or disrespected their parents or, or dishonoring your parents, that is without doubt the height of, of ignorance. And it's the sign of the end of times. And it's considered amongst the worst of sins in Islam. Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu ta'ala and he said, that making your parents cry. Uh, making your parents weep is is part of disobedience and one of the uh, major wrong actions. This is reported in Adab al-Mufrad. Sayyidina Abu Hurairah who we've already spoke about, he said, who, he who, who uh, uh, severs the ties of kinship, and these are the ties of kinship, having relations with your parents and, and, and your brothers and sisters, those who you... Uh, who, um, uh, who, who are, are, are your close ones. Um, uh, the Prophet sallallahu said, whoever severs those ties, he will not enter paradise. He will not enter Jannah. Imam Muslim reports that hadith. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet sallallahu further went on to say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he delays the punishments of sins according to his will until Yawm al-Qiyamah. So the sins that you commit now, for most of your sins, Allah will delay the punishment. So you won't receive the punishment now, you receive the punishment on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, except for those individuals who show um, uh, disrespect or are unkind towards their parents. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala hastens its punishment for the guilty, uh, for, the, uh, for those guilty of that offense in this world. So they will see uh, the effects of their actions. They will, they will experience um, uh, their their punishment and feel their punishment in this world. Um, uh, Sayyidina Abu Raira, he reports that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he once said, let him be humble, let that person be humble, let that person be humbled. And the Prophet, Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, who? Who should be humbled or messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? And the Prophet Alaihi Salatu Wasallam, he said, he who, com who accompanies his parents in old age, either one of them or both of them, but they did not use their president their their presence in his life, i.e., to do good to them, uh, uh, and did not use them as a, as a means of him entering into Jannah. That person should be humble. That person is is 
because it's 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 something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us. He's given us a uh, a passage to Jannah. He's given us a key to Jannah. And that key to Jannah is uh, are your parents, your elders to take care of them and to honor them. Uh, Sayyidina uh, Umar ibn Abdul Aziz, uh, he once said, that, do not befriend that individual who is unkind to his parents. For how can he be kind to you when he is unkind to his parents? Don't befriend that individual. Nowadays, you know, uh, you know, we give preference to our friends over our parents and our family members. Uh, you know, uh, that individual who can be unkind towards his parents, he can be unkind towards anybody. So hasten to, to do this act, to please your parents, to, to respect and to honor them before it's too late. Uh, Ibn Abbas, he reports that I do not know a deed more favorable to Allah than kindness to mothers and kindness to your parents. Um, uh, Ibn Ilyas, he, he wants to post that I saw a man weeping at the funeral of his mother. And I asked him that, you know, what's wrong with you? Do you weep? You know, are you, are you crying? And he said, why not? Why should I not cry? Why should I not weep? A gate of paradise, a gate of Jannah has been closed before me. Um, uh, so it's, it's important for us to realize their value they realize their value in this life before it's too late. Um, I'm going to, I think we're, we're, uh, we, the timing has changed for this one a little bit. We've gone and extended beyond the time. I'm going to tell you about um, uh, a story of, of being unkind towards the parents. Um, and this is part of a hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There was once a young man who came to, the, to see the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he complained about his father. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, oh, oh, oh Messenger of Allah. And this is something that you'll still hear today. My father, he takes my money, as in he always asks me uh, for money. And the Prophet ﷺ said, well, go call your father. And uh, he went to call his father. And, uh, and as his father was walking up to the Prophet ﷺ, he was, he was, he was muttering something. He was saying something. And Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam, the angel Jibreel, he came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam and, uh, and he said, O Messenger of Allah, Ya Rasulullah, when the father comes to you, ask him what were you saying on your way here? What were you muttering under your breath? Uh, which, which no one was able to hear. So when the father approached the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasalam, asked him, first of all, is it true what your son is saying? That you take his money um, and you, uh, you uh, unjustly and the father, he responded, he said, Ya Rasulullah, if only you knew what I was using this money for. Um, I'm using it to look after his poor aunt. Um, she's left without anybody. Uh, and where else am I putting it? I'm taking care of him, his family members, his children. I'm using it towards his family. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, uh, I'll respond to that a little bit later. First, tell me, on the way here, you were muttering something underneath your breath. What was it that you were saying? And he responds, he responds by saying that I was, uh, you know, I, I, I was saying a few, uh, I was uttering a few verses of, of poetry. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said, tell me uh, what, what poetry that was, what was it? Um, and, and this was his response, and I'll, tra I'll translate it for you. He said, uh, oh son, uh, I nourished you when you were a baby. And I looked after you in care as you grew up until you became, uh, as you grew up and then you became an adult. Uh, you lived upon what I worked for and I strove for. And <clears throat> you sacrificed my body, my time and my wealth. As in I sacrificed my time, my body and wealth 
for you so that you may live healthy. Whenever a, a night passed by when you were sick or you, you were ill or you coughed, I was the first to be up carrying you and looking upon you with my heart, afraid if an atom or little breeze would harm you in any way. And I couldn't sleep whilst you were sick until you slept. That's when I slept. And so my eyes would always overwhelm with tears. But you never knew. You never understood that. And when you finally reached adulthood, um, and, and that was something that my entire life I was anticipating that you grow up and looking forward to seeing you become that, seeing you to become the man um, that you are today. You know, you know, as most parents do, wait for their parents, uh, uh, wait for their children to go up and, and, and see them become successful. Until you reach the day when I have all my life anticipated my heart to see you reach and, and rejoice. You gave me reward as in you responded towards me and your reward was harshness and frowning and mistreatment as if I'm the one who owes you something and you owe me nothing. The way you treated me is like what a neighbor would treat his neighbor. And then he responds by saying, I wish you had even treated me like that. Um, as in, I wish you had even treated me like one is supposed to treat their neighbors. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he looked up at the father and the father looked up at him. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, blessed beard, was soaked with tears. And from his emotion, in his emotion, he grabbed hold of the boy from his chest. He grabbed hold of him and he shook that man. He shook that young, young man and he said, Anta wa maluka li abik. Anta wa maluka li abik. Anta wa maluka li abik. You and your wealth belong to your father. You and your wealth belong to your father. You, you and everything you own belongs to your father because you are a part of him. We pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, grant us all the understanding of, of duty towards parents and obligations towards parents. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us from among those who is, uh, make us from among those who, who are, uh, who understand that society crumbles, um, uh, without uh, proper uh, uh, respect and, and care shown towards its elderly. Um, uh, that's ultimately how a society will be judged according to how well it takes care of its elderly. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those parents, those of us who have parents, may Allah grant us the, uh, the duty to, to, to take care of them, the understanding of, of, of who they are and what they represent. And for those of us who, whose parents have passed away, we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant them the highest of stations in Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make them a source of intercession for us in, on Yawm al-Qiyamah. Wa akhiru ta'wana. Anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.